Reports are still coming in from the scene, but both the police and the army have confirmed that seven soldiers were killed in the explosion, while another 29 people have been taken to two local hospitals for treatment, some of them suffering from very serious injuries. The unmarked army bus was on a run from Belfast International Airport to a big army barracks at Oma in County Tyrone. Shortly after midnight, when some 10 miles from the base, the bus drove over a huge landmine hidden under the road. Terrorists waiting nearby detonated the explosives and the bus was blown into the air. Local people alerted by the sound of the blast. This street itself was evidence of the fact that it isn't all bombs and bullets. Here we're walking now past the theatre. We've just come out of a, a pub which is packed every night of the week by, by young people enjoying themselves. We're heading past a couple of restaurants down to Shaftesbury Square, the hub of activity again for students. What happens in Belfast at night is that people enjoy themselves, just like anywhere else. Oh yeah, Belfast has a thriving music scene. Uh, the Undertones, one of the biggest punk bands ever, were discovered here by Terry Hooley. Even today, he's still very famous around Belfast for putting on bands and music everywhere. And we set up the, the Heart Bar and when we started putting out punk records, bands like Rudy, Victim, The Outcasts, The Undertones, Protex, The Tearjerkers, Extremists, people like that, they uh, started bringing the kids from both sides together and it was an identity of the kids. They didn't have to be a Protestant kid or a Catholic kid, they were all punks and united together. So they all went to the same venues and bought the same records and, and wore, wore the same hairstyles, etc. And in many ways, Belfast was regarded, even years later, as the last stronghold of punk. People don't go along to concerts and say, are you a Protestant, are you a Catholic? They're all standing there together. And if you get two or 3,000 people at a, at a concert, or 7,000 people, as you might get tonight, at the Pet Shop Boys, all, all at the concert, all cheering for the band. I mean, it is a uniting factor. I go home and then get the city bus into Belfast and meet up with a few friends and go to a bar, Robinson's or Lavery's. You've got three main bars in Belfast. You've got Ziggy's with Heavy Metalers. Usually go to Robinson's, a bit more upmarket, you know, more stylish type of thing. And then you've got Lavery's, which is, you know, just rockers, you know, teenagers usually hang out there. So you go up there and have a few drinks, go to a gig movie in the King's Hall. Belfast is just like anywhere else. It's got theatres, restaurants, cinemas. Uh, it's got a thriving youth scene. And Gwyneth Jones writes about it every week in the local paper so you, everyone can read there about what's happening. Several of the big name bands are prepared to come to Belfast to include the city on their tour. Uh, tonight we'll have the Pet Shop Boys in concert at the King's Hall and this is just one of a long list this month. We've had Robert Palmer, Paul Simon. I would say young people in Belfast are very interested in sport um, and would uh, attend the many leisure centres that we have in the city on a regular basis. But intuition won't help me become a I think if you walk around the streets of Belfast, you can see that people dress quite well. You've got everything from the street culture coming up to quite expensive shops. Well, the street culture are still wearing their second-hand clothes. Now they're having a bit of a field day because the 60s are back in and it's Lane and Oxfam, etc. for a few years. And they're all just, they're back into their flares, 
they're painting yeah. shoes etc they're crazy about it and their psychedelia colors and they're buying their new earrings and their new jewelry to go with it all there's still an awful lot of punks about i was one but that was 10 years ago but there's an awful lot of punk about in belfast Well, we're in Crawfordsburn Country Park. It's just outside Belfast and it's Greenbelt. It's a, an area of forest. Uh, there's a beach here, picnic sites, scout camp parks. So everybody can have uh, quite a good time. Just walk along, listen to the birds, put your children on the swings, have some food, read the paper. Maybe uh, come along here on your bicycle and just cycle through the forest. Well, we went abseiling and staying in tents, mucking about with football and sliding over the sheet that we put down on the grass and soaking all the cubs with the hose and supervising them. I actually work in a campsite, a place called Large Hill, it's a scout campsite. And every year we get literally hundreds of kids down from the north. And, you know, once they're wearing t-shirts, nobody knows who's who. They have great fun together. They really do, you know. It's, it's frightening to think that when they go home again that they have to go in two different directions but like at least we find that years later they still know each other, they might even write to each other, or they'd meet each other and greet each other in town and things like that. We're breaking the barriers now, we reckon, definitely. Day after day,